I like your vague black yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go all in. Just enough. <laughs> go motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to get you in trouble, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not an act out guy. <laughs> I drop neither. punches. Yeah. I, yeah it's, like a, it's a hard thing to commit to. You know? It's just a hard thing to commit to. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. And nude boxing in the black mecca is the lead-off nominee in our most victimless crime category. That's right, a pimp staged a hooker boxing match, throwing hookers, uh, hookers throwing haymakers in Harlem, infighting in the upper Manhattan stable of Lorenzo Skies, Esquire. Three knockouts in search of a neutral corner. Yaya and Indy said Africa stole 80 bucks, so they challenged her to a boxing match. Africa said, sure thing, but we're fighting the way God intended, naked, for the amusement of a pimp. Considering they usually get naked and fuck strangers, it could be a step in the right direction. Naked threesome went toe to toe to toe. Between the sweat, the screaming, and the smell of woman, half of Heidi Heidi Harlem thought Minnie the Moocher was munching box and tickling turnbuckles. Three whores with their sweaty naked asses. The ref was on hand, and his hands were full, especially with these three bleeders. Uh, girls don't fight fair, and whores don't fight even more not fair. I want a good, clean fight, you whores. But with no sanctioning body, whores may headbutt, or they may go ass to mouth. Every punch is a sucker punch at a whore boxing match in Harlem. Joining me now, Dustin Chafin. Yay. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was a great yeah. spectacle to behold. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel it's a step up from bum fighting, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, you totally know. Totally a lot sexier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I boxed as a child, so. No right. kidding. Yeah. As a child? Well, I started at five, and nope. then I boxed till I was about 16. My God. Yeah. No, well. Never any naked whore boxing, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Up against any naked whore. Yeah, I can't imagine boxing naked. Like, that's a, that's a whole nother level. It doesn't really seem like a good idea. It seems like it'd be the kind of thing where you get unnecessarily injured. You know what I mean? Like, you, you fight, you get a canvas burn on your nuts or something, you know? Yeah, at least this guy's making it fun, though. I mean, I give it to the pimp for being creative, you know? Yeah. Settle, <laughs> settle an argument and, yeah. you know, have some entertainment. There should be a way for all of us to benefit. And he did shoot it, but there's no way we can see the tank. Unfortunately, yeah. that is not public. It was evidence in his, Jesus, uh, I, can't, I can't even like the word, sex trafficking trial, which uh, sex trafficking, you know, I mean, the, ho the hooker boxing match really doesn't have that much to do with the, his crime. Yeah, <laughs> the no, crime is no. the sex trafficking. He's just trying to get hits, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Uh, like, uh, and so, uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, and really the best part is, you know, they gave Africa a beat down these two girls. White so, girl, so, Africa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly a white girl. Just, uh, you know, hey, go back far enough. That's everybody's homeland. Don't have to make any, uh, yeah. otherwise their name would be Africa American. But they found that the, the stolen money was in Africa's private parts. Where they don't call it a snatch for nothing. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm unbelievable. You had a story a couple of weeks ago, people just, you know, women just using that as like a clutch purse. Like, unbelievable What? how much one can get in there. Yeah. Like, right. uh, last night, I think it was like a brick of cocaine or something. Like, unbelievable. A bunch of coke stuffed in there. Yeah. yeah. And, and this, $80, which doesn't sound that's like not much, much yeah. but it was in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so she's walking around like a, like a pregnant slot machine, you know, wow. no wonder it fell out. No those, wonder she lost this those, fight. Those Kegels do work. Yeah, she weighed in. <laughs> I'd like to see her montage scene with like the Kegels. That's a hooker with a specialty. <laughs> She's like, I, but I'm, I wonder if she tried to blame her pussy, you know? It's like, my pussy stole your money. <laughs> it might. It's got a mind of its own. Like a gremlin. It's got teeth. 
Yeah. Growls. I mean, <laughs> you've seen my videos. Yeah. Now you march over and you tell them what you did and tell them that you're sorry. Well, the, yeah. by the way, I don't think the ref's really watching these low blows quite well enough either. If, if they beat the money out of her cunt. Oh, it fell out during the round? During the, during the fight. Oh, know? wow. Yeah, it's a, out of her, it's like out a pinata. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a poor pinata. Just punch her in the stomach. Eighty bucks. Uh, you win. Oh my god. <laughs> let's hope. Let's hope that that was their money. Let's you know? just hope that video does surface at some point. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, if it wasn't I'm their really money, excited. imagine if they just beat her so hard her pussy started producing money. Yeah. <laughs> pussy, give me that money. <laughs> That's that is the that's what a video game version is of, of of like being a pimp would be. You know, you hit a whore and there's like money that comes out of her pussy. Oh yeah, hey, I think there's something there. A pimp video game. A pimp video. Hey, game. let's let's find an so Asian have... and make that happen. <laughs> like, I think you're onto something. Just go to Jackson Heights with a stick. Start yeah. waving it around. So they have Grand Theft Auto. You can steal a car. Why couldn't you just be a pimp on a video game? I mean, why not have a crime video game? New York City crime where the video game is yeah. something that... Uh, now, Jason, get on it. Jason Ariola, get on it. Oh, He's a video game enthusiast for this show. That would be great. Do that, because we would... I mean, definitely. You have my permission. I'll give you, you know, 5% of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're you a gentleman. a successful video game. <laughs> $80 in her vagina, and no wonder she couldn't win the fight with all that cash stuff in there. Well, and, uh, and, and, and so that's, that's the nominee number one. She went to a Baptist church around the corner. She said she'd been kidnapped for the purposes of sex trafficking, mm. and she was wondering, when can I get back to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a uh, news alert. When you can actually tell somebody you've been kidnapped, you're not really kidnapped. <laughs> just so Don't you know. You just so you know, yeah. I mean, come You can on. walk into a place and say, hey, I was kidnapped. Come yeah, on. You are free at <laughs> yes. that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was. She's penniless, though. She had no money fell out of God's wallet. Yeah. That's God's wallet. That was, God's wallet. That was the favorite thing that was about this story. It was an Amber Nelson called it God's wallet. I like Boy, that. It's like a leathery purse. A, bro a Brooklyn woman is our second, a Brooklyn man, rather, our second nominee. He used a video calling service for the deaf to reach out and touch himself. Well, that's the post's <laughs> headline, not mine, you know. If it, cre if it creams, it leads. I don't know. Have you ever thought about, like, that's the greatest job in the world is writing those post headlines? Like, oh, yeah. Like, how, who books that? You know what I mean? Like, who that's that? that's got to be just amazing. Well, the, you know who the guy was? Uh, was uh, so you know the hold guy. on. I need his fuck. I need some help here from oh, News yeah. Mandy Statmiller, who happens to be in the room. News Mandy Statmiller. Mandy! Oh, she Mandy! Hey, <laughs> sorry to bother you in the middle of your uh, Facebook perusing. C remind me of the guy's name who wrote Headless Body in Topless Bar. Uh, V.A. Musetto. V.A. Musetto. He was, yeah, okay, thanks. Okay. Uh, she knew him personally. Oh, really? Yeah, we had, we did, yeah, and uh, he was, uh, he, he wrote the headline, the classic post headline, Headless Body in Topless Bar. Okay. Which is a, believe it or not, there's T-shirts made of it and stuff like that. And okay. You know, so as far as being a headline writer, it's a name brand. So it is a job. Like, is, <laughs> like that's one guy that does it usually. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, yeah. I really... Well, I think that like they probably have many, and I'm okay. sure that they would take you know uh, submissions from anybody okay. in the newsroom. But the, they they that was the one that made me think like, oh wow, that's it. well, I mean, fuck it, they're all great. There's so many great ones. Uh, the, this one's uh, the headline is very simple. Guy calls deaf service four thousand times. To masturbate. <laughs> it's got the... <laughs> I feel like that was rushed a little. I think so. <laughs> it's very literal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it could have been yeah. something there. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't jerk, know. jerk off, jerks off. <laughs> uh, 
What? Something. What? Something with this the, feels good. I the, don't. The, the, the deaf thing. Well, it's it's it, he's one of the most fervent users of software offered by a Florida company, ZVRS, which gets federal money every time a hearing disabled person uses its product to place a call. So what you do is you call, and there's somebody there who's the operator, and they go hello, uh, and then you sign to them, and then they speak it to whoever who doesn't know sign language. Okay, so it's like a Skype, and they're doing the sign exactly, language. yeah. Okay. Except that they've, uh, I guess, the service is they've they've got people who are sign language interpreters there. I don't know how many of them there are. There must be a, a large number of them because uh, it's they. First of all, this guy's called four thousand six hundred forty six times. That's a lot. Uh, I don't know that I've jerked off that many times. Yeah. That's like Adele calling her ex. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's for the sole purpose of math. He's not even deaf. Like, he doesn't need the service. How did he even hear about it? I, if it wasn't for this jerk-off guy, I wouldn't have even known about this service. Well, what I want to see, I read this article, and I was like, I just want to see what these women at the deaf service look like. They must be pretty amazing that he keeps calling that. I mean, there must be one that's just unbelievable hands and tits. Like, I have no idea, but I want to see who this they are, deaf service they're, lady they're is. They're all topless and bottomless. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, they just have their pussy spread. It's a whole thing's a front. <laughs> For, for porn. It probably is. It's accepted. And they do then, so they get the government to pay for it. They got government funded porn. Yeah. Okay, we've got it figured out. All right. That would be a good way to do it, though. Uh, you If you have competing deaf phone services, and you would definitely call the one with the naked ladies. Yeah. But what it might be, though, now that you say that, there might have been that one, right, who was so hot and she was naked. When I first moved to New York, I've told this story a hundred times. Yeah, I, I looked out the window of my brand new apartment. In Chelsea, it was a fifth floor walk up, and I looked across. You know how you can see in people's windows, and I saw a fucking naked woman across the way, oh, wow. completely nude, and it was a long look. It was a good minute and fifteen second <laughs> gander, just perfect for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> minute fifteen, came boom. twice. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I went back to that window every day for at least six months and did not see it again. And I think oh, wow. maybe maybe that's what this guy did. One time, it was like some chick who was like a freak. Yeah, maybe. And then he's just been calling that same number every day, going, maybe, like, is it going to be her? Maybe he's even subtle, like a nip fill out or something, just kind of, you know, he just can't, maybe he's just obsessed. Who he's, knows? He's a guy who 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 is uh, who loves to jerk it. Maybe he just likes to be looked at, and that's probably the case. His name is Marcano, David Marcano. He's 50. Yeah. First of all, he's 51, <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> I hope I'm not still jerking off like this at 51. Well, I think it's just cheaper than, like, you know, the webcam porn service i think that's probably what it is it's free it's i'm sure free. yeah and, that's yeah. what it is and and the, and and really you're supporting a good cause uh, they, <laughs> they are. i don't think he's supporting anything yeah, well <laughs> but in a way because yeah. every time he calls the government gives money to the oh is service. that how it works yeah oh. they, they get a little kickback and really? i don't know how much it is but it says here well, four thousand whatever uh, that's the, yeah it says it gets federal money every time a hearing disabled person uses its product to place a call. Uh, now, he's not hearing disabled, but I don't think they know that necessarily when he makes the call. What they should know is who he is by now because he's made that many calls, okay? And you think, like, why don't they just revoke his, like, you know, yeah. can't they keep an eye out? Well, they, Can we make the call right now? You know, it's not a, <laughs> what, What's the number? ZVRS. <laughs> you probably have to enroll, I think. Okay. Because okay. you have to. Uh, It'd be awesome if you could just do the rest of the podcast through this okay. service. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like sign this to a deaf person? Just a random deaf person. We don't care. I don't need to communicate this, but yeah. I want someone to know. 
It's, it says, for the sole purpose of exposing his genitals or masturbating to ZVRS's female staff. So, yeah. I mean, at least he's keeping it hetero-specific. Yeah, I'm sure after this, too, there's going to be a screening process. You know, <laughs> you know, it doesn't. They don't seem to be able to stop it because he's he's only called from eight different numbers. Yeah, eight. That's not a lot. I mean, yeah. If you do it, if you, the eight divide, let me get a calculator and do that up. Okay, and eight and four thousand. Uh, four thousand. Four thousand six hundred forty-six divided by eight. I shouldn't be like Rain Man and know that five hundred and eighty-one times an average on each number. On yeah. each number, you think around the hundredth time, you eh, this guy's fucking weird but i think but what it is though is what you just said um the kickback so i think there's a dilemma there's a moral dilemma that's probably happening with it because they're like you know this is disgusting this guy's a criminal blah 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 but we're making money every time he pulls his penis out so so that's a tough call i think you're right it's exactly what's happening why yeah, else would they like, do that oh no it's his dick again oh well, yeah she well. shocked us again we did we trusted you okay yeah, well don't light, do it again but the lights will stay on <laughs> so, yeah, they get paid david he, and he changed his name because you have to sign up for different accounts too and here's his less than fucking creative names that he came up with as his aliases david moreno davy moreno his name is McCann, David McCann, Davey Moreno, Davey Marr, Davey McCann, Dave Mard, Dave McCann. Dave McCann, two different spellings of Dave McCann. And, uh, yeah, they, 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 they did this, among others, meaning that there were some that were embarrassed to do, like, like you know, yeah. Howie Jerkoff or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think when you hear, hello, this is Dave, you hang up at that point. <laughs> you don't need to hear the rest of the as name. As you pull up yeah. the picture, it's like, oh, look, it's yeah. you and your dick. But I'm telling you, it's a scam. They're, you, yeah, they are not innocent in this at all. I could not agree more. And, yeah. and that's the way we've talked about this story a couple of times. That's the first time that observation has come out. And I think... Uh, that that must be it. Yeah. And, and don't Why? we all feel deceived at this point? Well, the third nominee is, uh, and this is most victimless crime, by the way. This is the crime which is the most victimless. Now, I mean, like a, a lot of crimes are victimless crimes. You know, like, uh, I mean, uh, what's, what, name a victimless crime. Well, um, yeah, I remember uh, there was, I in college, my roommate, his father worked for the FBI, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a guy who, um, This I think this just kind of happened, similar, this story happened, but he, uh, he was a locksmith, and what he did is he, he made a key, this is back in the day when people actually used payphones, mm-hmm. and he made a key that fit in every single payphone, and this guy went state to state to state, and he had like driving $500,000 worth of quarters, and he would just put on a hat and go in like he was official, and he was, and they had to, they had to stake out like different payphones across the country and they were just like trying to catch this payphone guy yeah. and it was just you know he had a key and he just would go in and open it up the payphone and the quarters would come out and he would just go to the next one. Oh, I see. He was stealing from he was all stealing that. stealing uh, quarters, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and I thought was, he was I'm so stupid. I thought what? he's using payphones. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> For free. Well, was, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But okay. he was he well, was stealing the, quarters from payphones. I'm thinking that's kind of victimless. It's like you know what I mean? It's like the phone companies make enough money, like you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they're not they're losing twelve dollars at a time. Yeah, yeah. It's what's a big deal. And and if you pay the quarter, you don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I wish somebody would steal it. And how many quarters have you actually lost? Remember the you know, it's like so For Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Jamming in there. So Probably as many as I got phone calls for. Yeah. 
I remember when it went up to a quarter. For Christ, remember when it was a dime? Yeah, a kind dime, of, kind of. Yeah. I I do remember dime phone calls. I'm 45. You're 45. 40, yeah. So yeah. I I guess uh I guess maybe I was making more phone calls as a, <laughs> as a child. I don't know. You, uh, <laughs> you ran away more than I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Here's a here's a dime for a phone, and that used to be the thing. Like oh yeah, here or dime me. You know that was like a yeah. what's a, no dime me. Is what, I don't know what that. Yeah, means. but you were pretty young when it was a dime. Because it's, it's been a quarter forever. Less than ten, I'm sure. Yeah, but I do remember when 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 di- when phone calls were a dime, and if you needed a phone call, phone call money then was like you're not going to spend it on anything but a phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they really should have kept them a dime. There might still be some phone booths. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't be uh, pissed in now. They're just like all oh, they're basically public I know toilets you, and, and oh, they're disgusting. Yeah, you see one. You know, I don't know why they don't change them to like chargers. They're doing that. Are yeah, they? you're right. You're right. They're doing okay. that, and and that that is a that's a plan that's happening. Uh, I think it's going to take a while. That, so that'll be the new place for, for people to piss. <laughs> yeah, on the chargers. <laughs> At least you can charge your phone. Yeah. Even if it smells like piss. Yeah, I could see that. would be the thing it would take. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, for me to go there. Yeah, the phone charger. Yeah, and also, I guess the other the use besides just a public toilet is that sometimes it's like an amateur pharmacy, you know, for people trying to sell crack. Oh, there's certain phone booths that people will set up in. I think I used one about six months ago. My phone died, and I had to make a call a call a club that it was I was running late. No shit. And uh, I really thought I was going to get a bowl. Like it was just, I mean, it was the worst <laughs> experience. And I'm like holding it, like, and I was never like that before. Yeah. You know, it was like you'd hold it right next to your mouth whatever but it was just like this like struggle of trying to put the phone in a way that it wasn't on my mouth and like it was just so gross yeah because you know why would anybody be fucking around with this thing now yeah but where was that what neighborhood too? no it was like in the subway platform that's the thing and I put, my phone went out you know it's like so i just called from the subway which is the worst one to use oh yeah because at least all... outside it gets air you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like the subway's like this cubicle this this thing that's just growing shit on it yeah well that phone booth's a Manhattan judge took mere seconds Friday to fire to find a prosecutor uh, guilty of strangling a woman during a drunken Hollywood bar brawl. This was the best. This was uh, uh, the third nominee for most victimless crime. It's uh, a guy who choked a, a woman here, uh, and uh, it sounded pretty reasonable to me. She was mad about him touching her coat, and uh, he's like, well, fuck you, and then next thing you know, I don't know. She's strangling him. He's strangling her. It, it it really sounded to me like it got all blown out of proportion. But the guy is a prosecutor, so I guess he was dressed as Superman on Halloween. <laughs> I know. Which uh, why are you fucking in your thirties and still dressed up for Halloween? You know. Uh, that's people that don't have stand up comedy. I've realized that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like or don't, they don't have a passion. You know, like we have we we have an outlet. Like there's painters that can paint. There's singers that can sing. Like people that don't have outlets for creativity. Those are the idiots that go to like Halloween parties dressed up like you know whoever Freddy Krueger or whatever. Like those are the people that do that. You're that's, so right. They don't have an outlet, so yeah. it's like the one time is like that's why those people get excited about Casual Friday. They get excited about like Halloween parties, like because they got nothing. There's nothing in that brain that that they can use creatively, so they do shit like that. Yeah, Judge Ann Scherzer was super sure of her guilty verdict and found the prosecutor Eli Jerkaski. Guilty of assault, criminal obstruction of breathing, and harassment. He resigned from his job as a prosecutor. Uh, presumably, he'll split his time now between the Daily Planet and <laughs> Banging Lois Lane. 
uh, Kirsten Shook is the victim. She seems like a wonderful gal, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it really just, I mean, it's just, you know, booze and, you know, booze infested crap. That's, you know, that's the thing with alcohol sometimes. Yeah. Like, everybody gets crazy. Just another and, pissing match. Yeah. You know? She threw beer in his face. She yeah. Thought, she actually thought that was going to slow him down. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to slow him down like he's coming at you like a rhino and you're just this like throwing said. a tire in his way? Like, really? Is that is that slowing him down? Yeah, from Here's a quote. He screamed at me, you cunt, and started rushing toward me. She said, I splashed beer in his face. I thought it would slow him down or stop him. Yeah, like a smoke screen. Like, like really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his kryptonite, right? Yeah. His oil slick. Yeah. Like, come on. I can't. I just, I lost the will to attack once she threw beer in my face like an asshole. Yeah, that's not going to fuel the fire. Shook said that Jerkaski slammed her into a railing and then dragged her to the floor, repeatedly choked and slapped her. And she said it took four men to pull to pull him off. Her. Now this guy is like a fucking wisp of a guy. It's never taken anybody like four people to this retarded. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, not to doubt her story, she did win the case. Uh, her lawyer or his lawyer rather said Miss uh, Shook's testimony was false. Uh, you know, he, he and he claimed that like she had uh, tossed beer in the guy's face before clumsily falling against the railing and injuring her, herself. But he he also said, I, uh, he said her her. Her testimony was false. It was dramatically false. And he said it was drama. She And this is the, the lawyer speaking. She needed two breaks during direct examination. She began crying at the outset and began crying again and needed a break. And she even cried once on cross-examination. I like this attorney. I like his strategy. What's with these victims with the drama and the crying? <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to get you anywhere. Well, that's, you know, I'm learning a lot watching, uh, have you watched the O.J.? series oh my god yeah let's talk <laughs> okay um yeah i mean it's 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 interesting just all the behind the scenes of like the drama they're trying to create mm-hmm. you know in order to get like what they need a lot stuff. of private drama between darden and uh, marcia clark yeah it seems like it's, it heats up yeah it's but it doesn't quite boil over <laughs> like damn you, why did you not fuck her in the hotel that night come on chris <laughs> That's a fucking weak move. And she's staring at you for a minute and a half, and you're like, eh, I think it was that new haircut. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh-uh. I know that one thing was false. He's like, I love your hair. Shut up. You That guy never wrote that. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably not. They want, they want to make him sympathetic, though, because yeah, if yeah, he's yeah. just looking at her, you know, the look yeah, yeah. that you're going to see is, you dumb bitch. Yeah. But I, I, I want... She has a. T- I read an interview with her, and she said that that all that stuff was like just one day. I didn't uh, do whatever it was to make the effort, effort, extra effort to make it do whatever it was supposed to do, and then they called it a makeover and shit. I don't know. It seems to me like she's just embarrassed, and she should be yeah. because she really fucking. I had no idea how much they blundered that case. Every time there's a oh, wrong decision yeah. to make, they made it. Yeah, unbelievable. According yeah. to TV, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I saw the miniseries. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how accurate yeah. is it? <laughs> And it, it makes you, it made me just love Cochran, just because not in a way that's just, you know what I mean? Like, this is the way Respect. he created that whole thing was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. What a masterful. Yeah. He, all the way down to like uh, redesigning the sets. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, you can go to a scene of, of where, the, where the guy lives, you know? I mean, that should have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. Part that's of the right. Crime that's scene, right. That's right. That was, that was phenomenal with all the African paintings and stuff. <laughs> that was great. He actually did that, right? He must have. Yeah. I don't think they could add something that yeah. broad in. Yeah. I just... know, like there's a big look at that painting at the end of Good Times or yeah. something. <laughs> great painting. I love that painting. <laughs> yeah, he really pulled a fast one there. Because yeah? uh, OJ was as white as you and me. Oh, yeah. Well, so, Wider, I think. Uh, uh, rich white. <laughs> between 
Uh, these three uh, are the nominees. So we had the the deaf pimp, uh, not the deaf pimp, the uh, the boxing match between the pimps, between the hookers. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, That's yeah, uh, yeah. Lorenzo Sykes, uh, or uh, yeah, Lorenzo Sykes, and then the deaf deaf service to um, to uh, jerk off. That was the second nominee. Uh, David Marcano, third nominee, Superman, addressed prosecutor, and the winner of the NYC Crime Award for Most Victimless Crime does go to Lorenzo Sykes. He is the winner it, the, for his uh, nude uh, hooker boxing match. Oh, yes, yeah, so that was the one I was going for, yeah. yeah I, I was think, rooting for that one. Yeah, it, it really, it's the, it, it's it, not self, uh, sex trafficking. It guy, I mean, uh, she was free to go, so it's totally victimless. Yeah, I think there was something, you know, I think there was one of those things, well, I'm just going to go to the police if you don't give me money for that video. You know, I think it was something like that. And like, uh, I'm going to say that you were trafficking me. You know, I think it, that's what ended up happening. I like your vague black yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go all in. Just enough. <laughs> I was going to go Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in trouble, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not an act out guy. <laughs> I'm just, I drop neither. punches. Yeah, I th- yeah, it's like it's a hard thing to commit to. You know, isn't it just a hard thing to commit to? It really is. Uh, we have a suicide uh, now. We have outstanding achievement in the field of suicide. Now to oh, say wow. that someone achieves something by ending their life, uh, you know, I I think that's it's a bold step in award yeah. shows, if not in uh, crime <laughs> coverage. So um, let's look at some of these yeah. now. Um, the uh, uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, the first nominee is, in my opinion, one of the absolute best stories that we've ever covered on this show. I mean, when I think of the great ones, I think of, obviously, uh, Joe Lazito taking down Maxime Gelman, the spree killer. We talked about that. We talked about uh, Levy Aaron, who, who you know killed the eight-year-old boy, Libby Kletsky, and uh, cut off his feet, dismembered him, left him in a... We had another story about a guy who killed his mom and then borrowed a, a saw from the neighbor to cut her up and then put her in four different dumpsters all throughout wow. the Bronx. Uh, his name I don't recall, which means we're getting to the... Uh, <laughs> Did they get the saw back? We're getting this <laughs> thing. Your neighbors never return I, anything. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're done with it. You're locked up. He pissed all over himself in court, too. Detectives... Uh, now this this guy here the, is, is beyond just a suicide. I mean, this guy's achievement stretches. If we had a hate crime category, he would he would definitely chart for that too. Detectives are searching for a suicidal 25 year old man. This is when I'm reading from a story from before. He creates bow ties out of unconventional materials, uh, things like uh, you know. Uh, uh, he had bow ties made out of like Scrabble letters and shit like that. Oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah. yeah, and he would sell them. He was, he's, okay. he's a talented guy, a hipster. Or yeah. Something. Well, lately, uh, this this guy was uh, before the end of his life. He spent most of his time on his blog and uh, assaulting random Asian women. Uh, to him, it's a game. The nose game is what he called it. Uh, basically, what he would do: walk up to an Asian lady and say, "Hey, how's it going? What do you think of me?" You know, trying to hit on her, and she would ignore him. Because she's an Asian woman, yeah. and <laughs> they hate us. They don't want us. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's black, so I mean, yeah, like, that's we really hate them. Strike against him there, so she's not interested, and uh, and so he would then have a hard object in a bag, and he would hit her in the face with it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this took a turn, uh, like an egg roll or something. I don't know, like some sort of. <laughs> he was truly violent. Yeah, he would, and he would hit her, hit him in the face, and uh, his name was 25-year-old Tyrell D. Shaw, but there was a period there where he was like, who is this fucking guy? They couldn't figure it out. He attacked four Asian women in a six-day period, so there was like a little crime spree with Asian women having a, a guy walk up to them, speak to them. They don't speak back. Why would they? Obviously, even by after a while, it's like you know it's going to happen. 
you, you, people have been attacked, so you're not going to like go, oh, hey, are you the guy? Did he leave clues, like little Scrabble letters yeah. and stuff, so they're trying to piece together like, like, like the whole thing? Yeah, so, yeah, enough there's, people, yeah. There's, like, there's a T and an E, and they're trying to put it together. Okay, hey, triple word score. <laughs> and a conviction. Uh, there was a connection uh, in the to the crimes. They figured it out. Uh, friends and relatives, they... There were people who knew him, and they became kind of concerned because they would see him, and they and they knew he was infatuated. He had a blog. It was mrtalented.wordpress.com. It's still up. So if you go to uh, whatever the what see, there's one thing harder to say than www. It's https colon slash slash. Oh yeah, mrtalented.wordpress.com. Mr. Talented. Uh, he he indicated that there were a couple of victims that they didn't even find. There were six victims in a week. Uh, you know, he had a goal. He wanted to hit a million of them in the face. Really? This is his stated goal from his blog. His blog is its fascinating reading, it, and I'm going to read a little bit from it here. He says, in less than 350 days, I talked to nearly 1,500 Asian women, and none of them took the time out of their day to say hello. I mean... That's... Three of them spoke English, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> right. Come on, dude. It's like... Be realistic. <laughs> you know, I, I became furious. I never agreed with violence, but I knew the only way I could overcome that sense of rejection, and that's what's most important, really, yeah. you overcoming your feeling, uh, would start by assaulting the women that carelessly rejected me. I'm infatuated with the idea of having an Asian wife and raising children. <laughs> that's the most chilling thing I've ever read. Wow. Obsessed with raising children. I overworked myself for a simple idea of romance. Romance, you see. I didn't expect this amount of attention from the media, but I had to do it. History needed my reaction towards Asian women. Jeez. This guy's a bit self-important here. Well, it's just amazing how like it just goes from zero to ten. Like you know, it's like work. Do guys even work on their game anymore? You know, do guys even like work out and like get a new haircut or a Bosley hair club? Like, do people even like? Go with the extra mile of yeah. doing what it takes to get a woman to like you. Yeah. And I tell you what, then move to like Japan. When I was in Japan, like they just went crazy for anything American. Like, really? yes, they went nuts. I was in Japan and Korea, and it was just like the whole time it was just like, I mean, just flocked on you if oh. you had an American accent or whatever. American? You have a violence? American? <laughs> you hit me a face? <laughs> I just don't, but I don't understand why it goes from that to violence so quickly. And that's how all these sociopaths are. It's just like they just, oh, it's that rejection that just makes them, you know, go bananas. They, I think that's the, yeah, and they uh, have a sense of needing to control a situation, too. So they have to get the, that's the only way they can satisfy it is to, you know, strike out, lash out, and make this situation work for them get, on an emotional level. Get an Asian hooker. Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I just, this is a little rub and tug. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. Like, you can get it out somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I don't think that's the thing. It's uh, getting them to raise the children with you is going to be a bit of a. That's going to be a fee. How much is that? A rub and tug? Oh, that's one hundred and ten yeah. plus tip. Uh, raising children? That's three grand. I don't know if you have that. <laughs> three. <laughs> still, still a fucking bargain. That is not bad. He said, "I'd like to consider myself a writer, but colleagues would call me a designer or an artist. Well, we'd also call you a hate criminal and a fucking psychopath. I've displayed my work." At Popular restaurants in New York, like Nalo, New York, where I studied the entire Upper East Side. Let me tell you, I am an artistic fucker. I've also had an art show at Marcus Samuelson's Red Root. Uh, you know, like, he, <laughs> this motherfucker is so savvy. It's like, I didn't know it was going to get all this media attention, but while you guys are watching, here's my resume. <laughs> <You know? laughs> get my credits right. <laughs> it, it is worth a few women getting injured. If I have, He says, my blog has over 100,000 views, which, okay, 
and my designs are sold at AIM AIM on 29th Street and Broadway Avenue. So pick one of those up. Get yourself a Mr. Talented bow tie if they're still there. My, I know the blog is still there. If you want to check it out, do check it out. It's, uh, it's Mr. Talented. Again, uh, with uh, let's see if I can find that. Once again, do you remember the uh, the URL on that? It was mrtalented.wordpress.com. I'm obviously not a blogger, or I wouldn't know that off the top so of my head. So this guy, he killed himself or no? Well, he did. He did, not okay. Not only did he kill right. himself. making sure. Okay. It's kind of debatable in a way. Oh, he might I mean? be missing? Well, no, his body definitely turned up. And oh, okay. He was, and he was wearing a silver space suit. No, he when wasn't. He, when, no, yes, he wasn't. I promise to God, the man had a silver space suit on. <laughs> It's uh, that was a nice touch. I had to say that is that is a nice touch. He uh, it's a good way to go out. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. He uh, the the joke I thought of in all this, you know, it's like when he, he he's talking about all his accomplishments and everything. But do they call me Tyrell the artist? <laughs> I sell bow ties. Do they call me? No. Did he have a creative way? Like it was. It was a, do they call know? me Tyrell the blogger? No. Yeah. yeah assault six Asian women. <laughs> but how he killed himself? What was he it? did was he went to the bottom. Colombian necktie. Mm, he. <laughs> <laughs> I that was terrible. My head that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, from okay. Here's what they did. What he did. He and he left a note. He described the whole thing. This guy is so creative. By the way, I want to tell you about this silver space suit. Yeah. Uh, it says here. Uh, Big Ziggy Stardust guy. He says. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, Mr. Shaw. The quote. Um, it says the. And this was in the Wall Street Journal. The paper also reports that Mr. Shaw was wearing what law enforcement. A law enforcement official described as a silver spacesuit. <laughs> he was found dead. Uh, it's a uh, yeah, wear it once, but it makes an impact. Um, he had been uh, squatting in the building that, that uh, in, in a building for months, and this is on seventy seven sixty six Madison Avenue. So if you want to check that out, we'll put together a suicide tour, seven sixty six Madison Avenue, and uh, a terrible stench emerged from there. Prompting the super, uh, the super to check out the basement. You know, he's like, that's some kind of gigantic rat, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was Mr. Talented down there dead. And it says here, the, the smell was horrific. We came in this morning. I hate to say it. But uh, we said it smelled like someone died. <laughs> <laughs> and you were right. People who worked there said they'd seen him on camera a few times. He hanged himself. Oh, okay. And he uh, had a written detail. He explained why he did this and what he did. He tied a noose. To the and this is I'm going to quote what he says. Actually, I've already tied a noose to the bottom of an elevator, and I'm going to wait until someone pushes a button so that it's not considered a practical suicide. Is that what actually happened? And that's what he did. Wow. And, and someone pushed the button. They don't know who, but that's wow. the murderer. <laughs> that is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what could be better? Just give it to him now. That's outstanding achievement. Wow. All right. That's not bad. I mean, the Asian hit in the face thing is kind of bad, but everything else is like I like about this guy. He made a name for himself, and he yeah. didn't kill anybody. You know, yeah. the women were hit in the face. That's yeah. not good. But, you know, he, he, he broke a few eggs. Interesting and, way to uh, go out. And then that's what he did. So uh, that's Mr. Talented, yeah. Tyrell. Uh, in, in Queens, this is the second nominee, a Queens teen used an M16, a Breezy Point Beach, uh, is where he did it. The kid was only 17. Wang Wang, brokenhearted over a breakup, broke his mother's heart, Mrs. Wang. She worried with the intuition of a mother and an understanding of the iPhone locator. Her attempts to locate her boy unsuccessful. Wang left an old-fashioned handwritten suicide note that mentioned his ex-girlfriend, 
which I like an old fashioned note. No, yeah. no final tweet for Wang. Yeah, a lot he of kids approached. Don't write. He, he <laughs> you know, some kids in New York City can't sign their name. Yeah, I heard that. People, the contemporary people. Yeah, children they're, today. They're, they're not teaching cursive anymore. No, yeah. cannot sign it's, their fucking names. That's ridiculous. Well, you suck. <laughs> you just suck if you can't sign your name. He approached two people and asked to use their phone uh, while he was bleeding. He walked off and then shot himself behind a bathroom uh, with his M16 Beach 193rd Street. There's a guy who was hurt. He was in a lot of pain. Did he do a school shooting? No. Yeah. He just shot himself with it. And I think I think that's what I like about this suicide. He, he had quite a weapon there. And, and he, he, he responsible gun ownership wins. You yeah, know. He didn't take anybody else out, correct? No. Okay. Yeah, Nobody. that's that's the best part. You don't you don't want to do that. There's Easily no could have. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So that's a good suicide. I hate that it's a teenager. But yeah, uh, I remember that man. That uh, just that intensity when you break up with that first girl is it is. I mean, yeah. wow. It's the second one slightly less. Yeah. <laughs> the third one, you're back up to full intensity. Yeah, again. and then you get to the point where you just can't get out of a relationship. Like you, you, <laughs> you just you're just trying so hard to do yeah. things. Ixnay on the relationship <laughs> ray. Uh. <laughs> you're just locked in. Oh just, yeah. But no, I just I remember I had the girls broke my heart, and I ended up like uh, joining the Mormon Church and being a missionary, and this whole th- like I just went this whole weird route. Like I didn't kill myself; I wanted to, and then I was Whoa. like, I'm going to be a missionary and do all these crazy stuff. So it's amazing what it does to your brain. Thank God. I mean, that you yeah. just saw the, the the thank God for the Mormon Church. Yeah, the Church of Latter Day Saints saved your life. They're always there knocking on your door when you least expect it. <laughs> they got hey. me just the right time. <laughs> do you feel down? Yes, I do. Yeah. I got mine was Julie Farmer, and she was a beautiful girl. She was the first girl that I had sex with, like yeah. on a repeated basis. I guess that's your first real girlfriend. Is the first one that you bang a lot? Not always. You yeah, know, no, mine was. This was like the third, but it was it was intense. She was a virgin in my high school, so I took her virginity. So I think that's what I was like locked in on. Yeah. God damn! <laughs> imagine if you would have stayed with her. Yeah. Oof. The brutality of that. I did marry my first yeah. virgin that I had sex with. Wow. And that ended in divorce. And then yeah. I and then I had sex with another virgin who was also named Michelle. Two we were virgins. married too. I married both of them. And then I found a, a woman who was not a virgin. <laughs> Many years later, uh, said, "You know what? I'm tired of women saving themselves for marriage. I'm kind of ready for a uh, you know a, a girl I'm marrying. A, I want to marry a girl who really likes to fuck. You yeah, know? get a so, ringer at this right. point. <laughs> I guess a ringer." Uh, a number-crunching uh, nutcase is the third nominee for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Suicide. He was terrified suddenly of the office mannequins, and he jumped to his death from the fourth-floor window of a garment district ad firm. The frantic bean counter from the Forgotten Borough, David Kakes. He flipped out, pointing at the mannequin, shouting, They're after me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where he might find a hole in the office manager handbook, I guess. Yeah, I think it's Andrew McCarthy's next movie. Yeah. <laughs> Attack of the Mannequin. <laughs> yeah, a worker at the Avalon Hotel across the street saw it unfold. He said, the guy's running around. He's kicking the window panes. He's using his fists, his elbows, trying to get one window pane open. He's yelling all kinds of things. He goes to a fourth floor window, and that's when he gets enough room to get his body through, and he jumps. Wow. Yeah. The last Did- thing in my mind was that he was going to take a swan dive, guy says. <laughs> Did they test for bath salt? Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's, wow. Well, he had a history of troubled drugs. Oh, he did? Okay. He yeah, did, yeah, yeah. and the uh, owner of the agency described him as a sweet, lovable guy. Just He says, just sort of an office favorite, um, but he did have that drug history. Whatever problems yeah. he, he's had in the past, it says uh, they've kind of come back to haunt him. 
I guess they have. Wow. Uh, the the place itself was described. What bit? What kind of business was it? It was a think tank with a super powered herd of nerds. So you know, I mean, and they've lost one of their own. And the man with mannequins? Were they with, fucking these mannequins? Well, like the, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was a. It was set up at the shop as part of a retail project. Oh, okay. And um, they had male and female mannequins. Okay. And it's, it was. Uh, it's. It wasn't the first time he'd acted strangely. Okay. So, you know, Father of three lived in Staten Island. And, uh, they're pretty creepy, though mannequins. I'm not gonna lie. They they could be creepy, especially when they're. You know, I worked in the fashion industry a little bit, and it's like when they're just all apart and stuff, and you, like they're just kind of laying. Like you know, when you see like a crate of them, and you just see like the torsos and the arms coming out. Like it, it could be a little creepy. That's, yeah, an anthropomorphic type thing. Yeah, and you're doing meth on top of that. Yeah. Like that's you know, <laughs> that's not a good combo. Add drugs. Yeah, not the place <laughs> you want to be to have a nice peaceful sort of a trip. Yeah, you need to be in the woods if you're going to do shrooms. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I took some shrooms, and since I lived in New York City, I don't do any drugs now. Yeah. But I would take I would take shrooms and just get on the train, just get on the end oh train. Oh, my goodness. I would never. Great. I would I never. So fearless, so really? fun. Yeah. Because I remember getting on and just going, we're on mushrooms. <laughs> we are on mushrooms. And nobody cares. They don't. I saw Lenny Kravitz on mushrooms. It made it way better. Wait, wait. he was on mushrooms. <laughs> no, no, no. I was on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. He was at the Beacon. If I, if I get way a better to show. see Lenny Kravitz, I will take mushrooms. <laughs> yes, yeah, because I don't way think better. I could watch it without being on. I'm yeah. a Lenny Kravitz fan. Yeah. I think you ruined American Woman. He, That's a yeah, song right there. He kind of did. Yeah, you know, it, it was like a. Co- I had a college thing. Where, like his first album, I thought was pretty good. Let Love Rule. Yeah, and like, and then it got kind of cheesy. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, college era. You, you forgive all kinds of shit, you know what I mean? Oh, People absolutely. love Pearl Jam. She used to, my news or Mandy Stadler love Pearl Jam. Do you like Pearl Jam? I hate Pearl Jam. I never got it at all. I get it. I hate them. And I barely like Nirvana, and people act like I'm an asshole for it. Like, yeah. I just, you I'm know. the same way, barely like them. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes, yeah, that era was, I don't know. We, it must be our age that we're right there, where we, like, all that yeah. shit happened right when we started to kind of go, no, we know better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had Sabbath, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, we had we had the real bands. Yeah. And so, yeah. Just listen to The Who. Yeah, exactly. Listen to The Who this. the other day. Love them. What yeah. do I need fucking... Eddie Vedder. I, I'm not even sure that's. Singing. I mean, I'm happy that at least that era of rock or whatever, at least they were actually playing instruments and all that. You know what I mean? It was, you know, the younger bands were, you know, trying to be bands at least instead of like what's happening now with, you know, computer beats and all that crap. Yeah, it's not Beck. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which at least Beck. Beck, I, I, I like actually. I, I like that when, when the song Loser came out, I was like, well, there's the new thing in music. But because uh, it had an authentic kind of a, a sound to it, yeah. like it was like made out of computers, but also out of like uh, computers and blood and bones. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but he's talented though. Like he sounds can... like I'm reading out of a Spin magazine or something. I feel like an <laughs> asshole. But... <laughs> I like it. I think yeah. that's your next podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, music reviews. <laughs> yeah. Like, I haven't heard anything new yet. Uh, <laughs> let's do that. Old guys talk about music. Old guys. <laughs> let's do it. Come on, that's money, son. Let's do it. Old guys tell you what sucks. I love it. You know, I, I saw uh, my first concert. I was seven years old. My mom took me to Zeppelin, and so what? I've seen Zeppelin live '77. Yeah, I was like, my uh. f- she was mad at my father. He and he, they got pissed off at each other all the time. And then she's like, "Come on, we're going to Zeppelin." And I'm like seven, and I remember, you know, purple pants. I remember double neck guitar. Like, you know, I remember the smell of weed. Still, I can still smell how much weed was in my mouth. In but, my mom's uh, purse. Yeah. Oh, she smoked all the time, every day. Wow, so you had a cool Zeppelin. mom. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, my mom would not take me to see Led Zeppelin, even to get back at my dad. 
<laughs> I did go see uh, Simon and Garfunkel, though. That's cool. That's yeah. a rare That's one. That's a good one, yeah. And it was in, uh, I was like 12, 11, 12, something That's like solid. that. That's solid. My sister was going, and she's just like, well, this is the only concert that I'm ever going to go to that, that, you know, that I'm going to like stand in line and shit like that. So yeah. I will take you. And I, and I went, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. After that, do you remember the concert in the park? Remember a concert in Central Park? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was right after that. So I guess oh, that wow. was a, that's when they were a thing. Well, okay, so here's what we need to know. Who's the winner of that? Did we already announce it? I think we don't need to. The uh, Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Suicide. Oh, it's crime bow tie guy. Mr. Talented, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tyrell Davis, I believe I said his name was. I, I should, no, that's the part that's bad. When you only remember the nickname. But is uh, <laughs> That's called branding, Pat. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not going to stop with this part of the show until I find that fucking guy's name. I know it was Tyrell, and it's, let's face it, this is boring. A black guy named Tyrell. Oh, here's the joke that I, he he carried a. Didn't see that coming. He had a blunt object in a bag, a.k.a. the poor man's nunchucks. That was the joke that I missed. Poor man's nunchucks. That was 15 minutes ago. I there's a done. lot you can do with a with a bag and something heavy in it. You ever seen that movie uh, Bad Boys with Sean Penn, like oh, the original? I, and he yeah, goes to the soda ago. machine and he puts those cans in the in the, in the pillowcase, and then he goes to the guy. And blah blah blah. I just I just yeah, love that scene. Great weapon. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's a good it's a prison type weapon. Yeah, absolutely. A vicious attack. You know, and, and here's the thing that he did with one of these attacks that I thought was remarkable. And this is going back to Mr. Town. Do you remember he was hitting these uh, Asian women? You know, he went to um, Grand Street in Chinatown, and he found a woman. He tried to talk to her. She ignored him. He went away but came back a couple of hours later and hit her in the cheek with a, a, a bag with a, a hard object. Now, it, it's a vicious attack, but it's remarkable that in Chinatown he was able to locate the same Chinese woman <laughs> two hours later. <laughs> that is quite a feat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I mean, of course, the problem with attacking uh, a Chinese woman, you know, is that like an hour later, you want to attack another hey. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Love the answer this is guy. yes. Love this guy. <laughs> well, Tyrell something. Uh, now, the next topic, uh, the next um, uh, category, I guess you yes. call it, for the New York, New York City Crime Awards. And boy, this is why this is my favorite time of year, is because we get to just use all that old material while creating some, some new material. Cop of the Year. I want to say that this nominee uh, is clearly, uh, he's well, hes just clearly going to be the winner. He was charged with splashing semen on a woman. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he splashed cum on her uh, at um, the, the police headquarters, which is, if you're going to commit a crime. Splashing like out of a container or his dick? In his hand. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because uh, if it was, I think it was out of his dick, it would be less of a splash, more of a drizzle. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> This is the way the world ends. I Not sl- with the splash, but I with the drizzle. No, I still have an arc. I can keep it going. You had a fucking arc. Sometimes I never yeah. had a fucking arc. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go. I'd have to go five days to even consider an arc to even get anything horizontal. I think. Jesus, it's not what it used to be. I don't know what it ever was, but anyway, uh, the, so this guy didn't splash her out of his. If he see, that's the difference. Apparently, there's a difference in the crimes that if it yeah. comes out of your dick. It's worse. It's true. If you come into your hand and throw it, it's like a lesser offense because you're because <laughs> you're not actually. I don't know it's weird, but it's true. Uh, I remember we, we this has been discussed. So, um, this guy's name uh, is uh, uh, fucking name. It doesn't matter. Sergeant Seaman is his fucking name. Let's face it. Uh, he uh, 
he was in the bathroom. He came out. He had a crush on this lady, apparently, and uh, and just he threw the semen, and it caught her on the leg. She isn't working there in the office too, but she wasn't a cop. She's like, you know, some, some yeah. works in some capacity there at the police sure. department. And he, uh, I guess, he just winged it and just fucking splashed. Of course, is the the word they use. That's <laughs> 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 splashing semen. Sounds real. It's a great <laughs> verb. Yeah. So yeah, just that's I I just I don't know I just I it's just I just love the like what goes on in the head of like that like because obviously it's like stimulating some sexual feeling and desire you know to like that like he gets off on putting you know what I mean but I just mm-hmm. I don't know just I I don't understand how just jerking off to like a picture you found of her or something not being enough. Yeah, you know, I just don't, I don't know, or st- panties and weird. There's some weird shit I can really get into, mm-hmm. but some stuff I'm just like, because you know, you just how does that do anything? I don't even understand. <laughs> how does that like? Because obviously that's you know, you have to do it. Like you have no choice. Yeah, it's taking you over. Uh-huh. So, but I don't understand that that feeling is what is taking you over. Like this, the putting your com- like out of your hand. Like that's just I, I can't come. Oh my unless, god! Unless I've been charged with a crime, I can't. Yeah, come. like I understand the mannequin guy more than I understand this. Like yeah. I don't even. I just don't get. <laughs> It. Yeah, I've been on drugs. I've never been a pervert. Like, yeah, this, I mean, this I'm, guy's a sergeant too. I mean, he's not yeah. a rookie. Oh yeah, fifty-four-year-old Sergeant Michael Senko approached the administrative aide from behind, threw the substance on her leg and shoe. Oh my god! And the post re- reported that exclusively, meaning no other paper will touch this. <laughs> yeah. And then knowing it's evidence, being a cop, like you know, you know, it's the whole thing. Yeah, of course, she takes it straight to the lab. They're in police headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> That's like second floor. Is there a lab running? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I work in the lab. I'm just going to go. In. And they found out it was his, Jizz. Wow. And it, it, they confirmed it. And it's uh, he was assigned um, to the Organized Crime Control Bureau. Maybe he just is working long hours. You know what I mean? Maybe I mean, he's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's Mel Gibson in a little. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I just... Suspended following the bizarre incident. The victim, a workplace acquaintance. Not even terminated. Suspended. <laughs> Come on, that's not my like favorite. You, not like you drove drunk. <laughs> the substance on her leg was tested, confirmed to be semen, and it was confirmed to be oh his God. semen. The uh, district attorney's office obtained a warrant ordering the sergeant provide a DNA sample. The DNA forced him to jerk off in a cup, <laughs> and it was a match. Um, wow. So, uh, oh, to determine if it was a match, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this this is an earlier story. That's the problem. Sometimes we don't get them. Look at this guy. If you want to see a yeah. picture, of I don't know Sergeant if I want to see these guys. He's just a fucking regular looking dude. Mustache, always a mustache. Yeah. Oh, does he have one? Does he? From here, I'm nearsighted. It's he uh, he may. Yeah, maybe he does. Okay. Yeah, but right. he's he's got he's got that sandy hair. Yeah. And uh, like he just looks like a regular cop dude. Yeah, who, I don't uh, get I it. You shake down a hooker. I don't understand. Yeah. Fifty four too. No spring chicken. That's Sergeant Seaman Michael uh, Isanko. There was another guy in his fifties. Like I think that's like that scares me. Those five years coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe sh- maybe this will start to make sense after a while. Uh, now we, uh, that's uh, the next nominee for Cop of the Year. Now it's a prestigious award. We're getting up there to the better awards now. An NYPD sergeant arrested on rape charges Wednesday for allegedly engaging in a sexual relationship with a minor that began when she was fourteen. Uh, I mean, a fourteen-year-old can be sexy, uh, but you got to say no Absolutely. to that. You don't. You don't date them. Don't throw jizz on them. 
don't even talk to. I don't even talk to anybody. Don't be a subway that spokesman. isn't legal to fuck. I don't speak to them. I say I don't know what your deal. I don't know what the law is. You know what I mean? Like how am I allowed to use profanity before someone like that? Yeah, it's. I... If you're less than eighteen right now listening to this, turn it off. <laughs> I want you to turn it off. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. It, don't well, it, it is weird because it's like it, it's it. It's always amazes me how like you know I mean first of all yeah that's bad I'm not trying to advocate any sort of you know 15 year old sex but there was a time when that was completely acceptable in this country there's some states where I think it's like 17 still and 16 well we live in a state where it's 17 is it 17 yeah. okay the, well there's some that's even 16 I think yeah it's like you know and co- there's countries where 12 is okay you know in Canada in Canada it's it the age of consent was until very recently I think then like I. Don't quote me on it. It might have been 12, 15 or something. I think it was 15 okay. nationwide in Canada, but I think they've changed that. But in Mexico, it's there's places in Mexico. There's one town where it's the age of consent is puberty. Wow. It's called puberty. That's wow. whatever that yeah. is. So, I mean, you <laughs> you just roll the dice and go, like, when I get the chick's pants off, if there's grass on the infield, <laughs> if there's not, I'm going to prison. But, you know. Yeah, that's you crazy. Have to ask, are you in, uh, are you, is your voice changing? <laughs> But how do you find out from a chick? Yeah. Are you, uh, did you have your period yet? Yeah. I think that's, that's what it is. If she had her period, that would be the decisive thing. Yeah. Because now yeah. she's a woman. Yeah. I and mean, maybe that is the way it should be. Maybe the Mexicans down there in that rarefied fucking, in the middle of nowhere well, province or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Tip- Tipico. I well, there is a reason why Mexico is, con- you know, overpopulated. You know, there's a reason. <laughs> I think that might be it right there. Because they <laughs> fuck them young. They do. Yeah. Now, I, it, consent is a big word, but also I guess it's uh, I guess you're not mentally able to make all your decisions at a certain age. I think that's what it is. I agree with that, yeah. and I think that that's something that should be taken into account on everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't make your own decisions yet. You're 14. That means don't lecture me about Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like, want to hear your political opinions. Yeah, like, if you're a 14 year old that created an app and you're a millionaire and you have your own place, then you can have sex with anybody you want. Yeah, right? Yeah, because you, you know, but if you're 14, you're living with your mom and you got Justin Bieber poster, you shouldn't be dating Carl, who's 46. Get you that know? dick out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but this was his uh, girlfriend's daughter. Mm. That was the best part. Uh, uh, he was taken case. into custody when he was on duty around 8 a.m. in Williamsburg. For having the affair with the teenager lasted over the course of several years. Which, I mean, really, if he he puts together a long form rape that's better than most relationships people have. Yeah, uh, I think it's easy to have a relationship with someone that young because they're fascinated by everything you know. Yeah. They're like, "How does car insurance work?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a great bit. Yeah. yeah, write that down. I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal it if you don't. I like that I've told about 100 <laughs> jokes so far. You're like, okay, that's a good one. Well, that's, sta- that, that's, that's the one you're right. Well, now. that one's stand-up worthy. You know, this, these are all great for the podcast, but that's stand-up worthy. Ah, you're so right. I like that. Yeah, they are. They're, they're fascinated by everything. Yeah. They think that you know shit that like, no, everybody car knows. Thing, so he was hit with a slew of charges, including rape, sexual misconduct, sexual abuse, and arraigned in Brooklyn Supreme Court, released on $100,000 bail. This is uh, from August of 2015. Mm. Uh, Seth. September 9th was when the cop was charged as Sergeant Seaman. And, uh, well, okay, I mean, again, I think we have a very obvious kind of like going away winner, and the votes were very strongly in favor of uh, the winner for Officer of the Year, New York City Crime Report, New York City Crime Award. Splish, is, splash. Yeah, splish, splash. Mr. Sergeant <laughs> Seaman, 
uh, <laughs> at totals of uh, the uh, voting wise, and without getting into the number of votes, it's he, the the next runner up was uh, was the the cop rapist, mm. and uh, that was uh, that was way back. He was way back there. So wait a second. I'm looking at that was only two nominees. Was that only two nominees? Did I only go through two nominees for the cop of the year? I think you did. Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> Well, the next guy don't win. He doesn't win, so we we don't need him. We'll skip him. Yeah, that guy was like he—he was a preacher and a rapist and a cop. So he, I like the preacher. That's interesting. He spread it around. Yeah, well, you know, he's—he's in Harlem, and so that kind of shit is not as uh, weird there. I guess you know what I mean. Like they kind of—it's—it's a a little different. Call me old-fashioned, but if you—I think that if you splash semen on somebody's leg, you're automatically cop of the year. You know? Oh yeah. Here's an interesting story. We have a notable. Uh, Leg is less aggressive than face, too. Yeah. Could have yeah. been so much worse, right? Yeah. I like this category. It's notable murder of a parent or authority figure. And uh, the first nominee is a woman who... Uh, she murdered her, her father's sleeping boyfriend. I, I think that's going to be the best person to murder is like a, a yeah. step-parent or boyfriend-type yeah. situation. I mean, like, uh, that's, even Maxime Gellman, that's what he started with. You know, like, you're not my real dad. Next thing you know... Stab, stab. She says that she was uh, telepathically threatened by him. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how weak her case is. Like she had like a, you know, there, there are, oh, there's always some kind of victimization that they can claim. Oh, yeah. oh he raped me. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. he's dead, it's like, he abused me for years. Yeah. And and nobody, he can't, yeah, rebuttal anything. Exactly. So in this case, she just says telepathically. She could, <laughs> he's dead. Oh, boy. He's raping me now. His ghost is I raping love me. love that story. You know what? Oh my God! Shut out of this category! I can't believe it. There was a woman. Who, there was this girl, fifteen years old, who blew her fucking parents away, wow. and then went out on, on New Year's Eve. Uh. Oh my fucking God! It was a guy who was. It wasn't even. It wasn't her dad. It was like a boyfriend mother situation. Okay. It shut out of this category for some reason because I didn't think of it. Yeah. Nominated. <laughs> <laughs> well, she says it. Dis- uh, okay, back to the woman in Brooklyn who uh, fatally stabbed her mother's sleeping boyfriend. Cowardly act. Uh, she said it was a dispute over soda that sparked the, the soda. Attack. Really, and allegedly told detectives that her family ignored complaints that Russell abused her physically, mentally, and spiritually. It says that would be the telepathic side, and uh, there was some kind of dispute over over some soda. Which instead of just saying I lost my shit over some soda, yeah, you know, uh, that's, that's it, she I mean, to take there's no the specifics. Like it was uh, aspartame is bad for you, or uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? It's like uh, somebody had the last one, and uh, and, and I sometimes guess, that's all it takes. And it wasn't her. Yeah, yeah. get mad about that shit. You're like, take my last bark. I'm out. Let's do it. Is that what you're a fan of? Barks. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love root beer. Have I'm a ever, big root beer guy. I like root beer. Have you ever yeah. had the Barks cream soda? Oh yeah, yeah, classic. It's rare. Can't get. Yeah, it it's hard to get. Yeah, I think so I've seen it once here in New York. Like once a in a while, Ohio. Just, yeah, you got to get in the South or somewhere like that. Yeah, I mean, my aunt loved it, but she couldn't get it down in Tennessee. I had to like go up to fucking whenever I'd work in Cincinnati or some shit. I'd uh, bring some of it down. So that's the first nominee for notable, notable murder of a uh, parent or authority figure. Uh, and now the ne- the next one, um, it's a man who murdered his mother to cover up a rape. I can't think of a better reason to murder your mother. You know? <laughs> Except for the soda thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's not really a better. <laughs> just, just, uh, yeah. It, wow. It, it seems reasonable. And when you look at this guy, it's like, Jesus, it's Apollo Hernandez. Who, I mean, oh, he, man. He looks like a he looks like a rapist 
And uh, and somebody who killed his mother. Yeah, and Mike Rolas, you know that comic? I don't know. Who is that? I don't know if you know him, this comic. No. Wow, yeah, he's... They're in Bushwick. His mother is fucking young enough that he could have dated her, though. Yeah. she's four, She was 48, he's 29. He's okay. angry looking. Uh, yeah, he killed his mom to... to uh, cover up a crime against another relative 29-year-old wow. man facing murder charges after allegedly slashing his mother's throat so she wouldn't <laughs> testify in a sex abuse case uh. filed against him by the relative. They're always really uh, non-specific about that type of shit. Like, yeah. it's a relative because they don't want it to be like, uh, because if you say the guy's name and then you know the relationship of the person, then you might be able to put together who it is. So they don't want to know, they don't want to advertise the victim's, yeah. you know, victim status. The suspect's father uh, put up the bail <laughs> He demanded his money back. <laughs> yeah, good he, luck with that. Because he killed his mother. He, the father had bailed out the fucking kid who was, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, the, a sex crime of some sort against a relative, fucked a relative, and then he kills uh, his wife. And he wants his money back. What a wonderful story. That's in Bushwick. <laughs> in violent Brooklyn is where these stories happen. So that's the second nominee. And uh, the it's third is amazing. Uh, these uh, things happen places yeah. like that. And, well, yeah, and this one comes uh, comes. Uh, this is also another big city stabbing, uh, and, and and you know why people stab so much here? I think it's the gun control. <laughs> uh, a Brooklyn teen accused of stabbing his father to death. Uh, in this in this case, uh, Dad Mohammad Razak, he was in Pakistan on business, and then he came home, and uh, when he got home, uh, unexpectedly, by the way. Uh, he shouted at another woman in the family for wearing shorts and not mm. covering up like a good Muslim. Oh. So Hassan was inside his bedroom during the ruckus. He says he thought about using a barbell on his father, but instead went to the kitchen, grabbed two knives. And then when he was asleep in the living room on a bed, Hassan attacked. Hassan uh, allegedly told the investigators this is how it happened. Uh, the father tried to get up. The son kicked him to the ground and stabbed him again. This is like a biblical story. Almost. Yeah, is this kid like a Navy SEAL now? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> part of Team Six? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he attacked a sleeping man, keep in mind. Yeah. You know, just because the guy's a Muslim doesn't make him tough. Yeah. Muhammad. Well, well from, I, think, I think Osama was sleeping too yeah. when they attacked. <laughs> Cowardly attacks are okay. He looks like he could be a, a, a friggin' Navy SEAL. I mean, like he's cut up. Here's the yeah. picture of the uh, murderer. Okay. Uh, Hassan Razak. He, does, he admits kinda. it fully, but he says that the guy was abusive. Okay. Um, and he uh, he was in, I don't know what business he was doing in Pakistan, probably like trying to negotiate for explosive nuclear <laughs> materials or something. I, I don't so. know. Doing some kind of Muslim shit. You know how they do. <laughs> uh, he was uh, for taken sure. up for his sister and you know, waited until yeah. the guy went to sleep like he should. You know, like, you yeah. want to have the upper hand. In, in essence, this guy says, uh, no. Um, you know, he had his supporters. He had a lot of supporters, and and um, some people say like, well, he's been in jail his whole life. He's been in jail because of his dad yeah. being so abusive. That's always what they say. Somebody's so abusive, I had to kill him. Uh, it, I you know he's nineteen. You fucking move out. Yeah, get a, get exactly. a fucking job. Get a, yeah. I think it's uh that's never a good defense. Is that like ongoing shit? If unless it's life threatening, oh, yeah. it's not like it's def- It's not like it's self defense. Yeah. Well, those two idiots, um, Mendez. 
brothers or whatever. <laughs> Menendez, Menendez brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah. Those guys. If they were like thirty or something, it'd like you know, still mad at your parents. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like living there, like shooting your parents. Like you I don't guess, know the shit we went through. Yeah, it's like I mean I know they were doing it trying to get some money thing or something, but still it's like I don't know. Just, yeah, it's it's wrong and the worst one I ever. I mean, I, I gotta stop talking about Barbara Sheehan because it's yeah. just one of those issues in Brooklyn, I guess, or Queens. I think it was Queens, but the, the guy was a cop for for years and years, and then. Like uh, she killed him, she shot him in in the bathroom. He's shaving, yeah. and she just I mean filled him full of holes. I mean, fucking definitely was gonna make sure he was dead because she was afraid for her life. He was gonna kill me someday. He was abusive. Uh, yeah, but you could just leave. Yeah, you weren't an immediate threat, and yeah. uh, you know just move to Florida, change your identity. I just don't think that yeah. that that makes it okay. They let her off with just a weapons charge, and uh, she wow. she did not have to do time really for that murder. Murder. You can murder your fucking spouse if you can convince a jury yeah. or that, family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can convince them that you're yeah. uh, that that they weren't threatening you. So anyway, the uh, let's find a winner for that one. I, I yeah. think that the, it's an interesting category. Notable murder of a parent or authority figure, and uh, it's the man who murders his mother to cover up for rape. That's the winner of the New York City Crime Award. He uh, killed his mother to avoid her testimony in his uh, and you can hear that it's going out on the wire right now <laughs> announcements anymore. it's news where Amanda Stadmiller typing I like that, that sound though <laughs> <laughs> this just in <laughs> yeah it's, forget uh, that sound I don't even know what it sounds like anymore I, yeah I guess it's, it's, but the, he's uh, yeah anyway she's dead and he's alive and he will can probably do at least 20 years. I mean, is it a hate crime? It's not a hate crime if you do it to cover... I mean, that's a legitimate reason. That's a logic crime. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's... Yeah, he's trying... It makes sense in his sick head, you know. Obviously, you don't, you know, you don't care if your mother... You know, you kill your mother, so there's that sick element of it. But then it's just... I want to reason with you, Mom, okay? They're going to ask you some questions about some shit I did. Here's what I would like for you to say. I'm going to tell the truth. (sighs) Look... (laughs) I don't think my that mom would ever right do answer. that, man. My yep. mom would never rat me out. I guarantee you she wouldn't. I mean, this but, is the mom that took me to Zeppelin, so I'm just letting you know she's another level. But I know she wouldn't because my brothers have been in I – mean, my brother just got out of jail. I think he might be on the run, um, whatever. But anyway, um, <laughs> but he has a different this last name. Sounds so like there's a story there. So don't be looking for my brother. He's right. a different last name if there's anybody looking for suspects on this website. But yeah. uh, something. Fuck. His name is something <laughs> not chafing. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, you know, my mother's, you know, she stood by us and did some crazy. I remember being a kid and like my brother like broke in. Uh, I remember he was stealing. Remember back in the day when like uh, like Pioneer radios and stuff were popular? Like, like you know, it was all about the the bitching speakers you had in the back of your Camaro. And, mm-hmm. you know, like car radios were a big deal. Yeah. Like you put a lot of money in Kenwood, like Pioneer. Like, anyway, he was stealing them out of the parking lot. And I remember the police came to our door. And I was just in the woods throwing speakers and radios over the fence so the cops wouldn't have the evidence. And so that's the kind of family we had. But yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Like, Nobody got killed to cover up that crime? Yeah. Every job anybody in my family had, my mother played a fake uh, b- boss of some sort like that she <laughs> pretended like that she employed us. You know what I mean? Like It was just always backing us up. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Yeah. That's the best. See, that would have meant a lot to me to have parents who did that. My parents yeah. were the opposite. 
My parents were like, if, if they, if the school called and said he did it, they're like, oh, wait, boy, did he ever? Yeah, but you probably never did time, so there's a reason for that. <laughs> I like, never did time. Yeah, my parents never did time. Yeah, they didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, they. I'm the only one that didn't do time in my family. And path I have, of least resistance in my case. You know yeah. what I mean? They just they're not going to go fight. But that's and by the way, that is admirable to avoid uh, the who's gal. Oh yeah, you know, especially in the face of if everybody else has, oh, has yeah. spent some time in the in the oh, who's yeah. gal. I'm like a white white sheep I'm trying am. to find a, <laughs> a triple white, white. I'm triple white man. Everybody else in the family, <laughs> oh. African American sheep. Yeah, my brother, my brothers both went like four times. My mom got arrested for shoplifting, and then my dad got arrested for hitting her for shoplifting. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> 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 huh? Uh, and nobody got raped to cover up the evidence. <laughs> An elderly man shot his girlfriend. This is a notable uh, senior meltdown. Now, old people will just occasionally just fucking go completely bananas and start killing people and then kill themselves. It's a it's a it's a real phenomenon and it happens often enough that we have a category. Notable senior meltdown. Uh, first nominee: an elderly man who shot his girlfriend in the head before turning the gun on himself in Staten Island. That guy's name was Salvatore Episcopo. How old is he? Seventy-one years old. Rosetta Fraudella. <laughs> Uh, 68. Rosetta Fraudella, who he shot, and this was down in uh, Spruce Lane in Charleston, in the Forgotten Borough, Shaolin. The police discovered the gun used in the fatal shooting. Uh, they had a, uh, a ex-wife quoted, a 73-year-old woman in Bensonhurst. Uh, and now uh, this woman here, she identified herself as uh, Joe Fraudella's second wife. And I love this woman because she's uh, she's like, I feel bad for Rosetta. I'm not an animal. It was Joe's wife for so many years. It was Joe's wife. <laughs> I have nothing against women. Marriage is always a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad that the guy killed her. See, uh, he he left this woman for for the woman that he shot. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, I thought that was just... Wonderful. Uh, Joe, well, oh wait, no, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. So she's married. She was married to okay this woman's uh, okay this woman here that I was quoting, 73 year old woman in Bensonhurst, right? Was married to the woman who got shots. First husband, he died. That was Joe Fredella, who lived in Bensonhurst too. Okay. Now what happened is this woman got stolen away by the guy who shot her. So the woman got stolen from this woman's first husband by the guy who shot her. They ended up in a, mur- a murder-suicide, and now the other guy had died like in the 90s of cancer or something like that. This woman is the last one standing of the four. I was thinking that the reason, I mean, she's obviously heard a lot about this fucking first bitch that this guy was married to. Yeah. But when you get married a second time, that second wife knows a lot of shit about your first wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. You, know? oh, absolutely. you get married again. So like, uh, I think that that's why she's just kind of like, okay, well, no, I feel terrible about this. <laughs> I'm not an animal. And uh, that's the first That's the first nomination in uh, Notable Senior Meltdown. The next is an 81-year-old great-grandfather uh, who was charged with manslaughter. This is one of the few that doesn't end in a suicide. And uh, and it probably well should, but he's 81. You know, give him time. He's uh, suspected of killing his granddaughter's ex-boyfriend in Brooklyn, and he's arrested on a manslaughter charge. Uh, Nicholas Diaz, and he did it at a, at a uh, birthday party, which is nice. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good way to traumatize well, everyone at the party. It, well, wait, I'm, my, my apologies. I returned home after celebrating the daughter's first birthday and started oh, okay. arguing. Yeah, so he allegedly intervened in the argument and stabbed Diaz. So it was, uh, and this is why, this is why. I mean, fucking Don Corleone, don't ever interfere between a man and a woman. 
Yeah. It's a good way to... Uh, well. Oh, so the boyfriend inter- between grandpa and and granddaughter? It sounds as if... Like they were so arguing and then he came in and then it was like switchblade? No, Diaz actually intervened uh, in the in the fight between the, the couple. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, Rivera and the granddaughter had returned home and uh, after their daughter's first birthday, Diaz intervened and you know his side he took it's like what yeah hey he said what stab you know um when, when you enlist the help of somebody in an argument you know to like sort of support you or back you up you don't know uh when they're gonna just take out a knife and stab the person you're fighting with you know maybe well, you should just take it easy i blame the girl i blame the girl but i definitely blame the guy that got stabbed because it's like there is a generation of you know you don't get heated in front of relatives of your girl no ever like you don't ever show that emotion in front of the parents or the grandparents you know what i mean like that's something that there's nothing wrong with yelling and getting in a fight we all been there but you do that shit at home both had a good taste you know and yeah. also out of self-preservation yeah this old motherfucker might stab you he's 81 <laughs> years old he's the guy's 21 well they're latinos man it's yeah. like of course they're they've stab all got you. knives yeah, yeah. <laughs> The guy's been stabbing since he was 12. They did like a sharks and thing, like a little dance, you know, when you're in this house, you're in this house. Wait, all right, this is all coming out, so don't worry. I'll edit all this shit out, and it won't exist. We are talking about the nominees for Notable Senior Meltdown, and this guy is an 81-year-old grandfather, stabbed a 21-year-old guy who was arguing with the granddaughter, and then he was charged with manslaughter. So that is the second nominee, the third nominee, uh, and the final award that we will discuss today, a 100-year-old man Ooh. killed his wife with an axe. <laughs> and then he slit his wrist. He had a very dainty way of killing himself. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, chops her, and then he's just like a little, like tweezers. Like, <laughs> In the tub. <laughs> Bergen County prosecutors say Michael Juskin committed the aforementioned crime late on a Sunday. It was in Elmwood Park, and this is in Jersey. And uh, Jersey stuff is allowed. The New York City Crime Report is the tri, <laughs> the tri-state region. Uh, they were no strangers to visits from the po- the police department. It says the cops have been called to the house three times since 2012. Not exactly not strangers, but I mean, come on. Uh, one call claimed Juskin was demonstrating erratic dementia type behavior. Well, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> oh, an axe? Uh, I guess it. That's the thing. It, it escalates with old people and uh, happens. Before. I'm pretty impressed that a hundred year old man could kill somebody with an axe. Just that he's, have you ever tried to chop wood at, your, at our age? Like, it's not easy to just swing an axe. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty. I mean, that's a like Grand Torino Clint Eastwood old. You know? I'm imagining him like spitting into his hands. And, you know. <laughs> but but like literally to actually even. I guess he chopped her neck. I don't know what happened, but she it's... Uh, was probably not moving too fast. She was eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he could. Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't take much. It could just. He could went halfway in, and she's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He might. He'd use the wrong end. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> she might have just slipped, and then he ended up. You know. Yeah. Attacking just, her after he's that. He's carrying an axe. And, <laughs> and she's had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably like, what happened. Here's Johnny. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a classic image, you know, like uh, yeah. chasing uh, chasing somebody with an axe. And I think there's no better way to uh, to close out the category and and the days uh, and and our end to look today at these categories because an old guy with an axe, a hundred years, old, it is. You're right, it is it is an inspiration. Yeah, uh, I'm going with this one. He uh, he he slit his wrist 
And that um, I don't like. It says here a neighbor told the paper that he repeatedly told her he needed to get a divorce. He was trying to get divorced at a hundred. <laughs> I mean, that's a guy who doesn't know how old he is. He was a very <laughs> unhappy guy. He said he thought his wife was taking his pension money. Uh-huh. And then, Probably and then, was. And then the person. <laughs> the you ladies, know how they do. Yeah, old ladies will steal <laughs> your money. <laughs> yeah, he, might, he might have thought she was cheating on him. Oh. Because, you know, that's another thing. Nobody nobody wants to fuck your 88-year-old wife. Yeah, you'd be surprised, man. <laughs> Those guys are horny. You ever you been in a nursing home lately? It's fucking. Oh, it's it's a hookup party. No kidding. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My stepdad he went in and it's like you know he's got like a girlfriend and he's playing this whole like Alzheimer's thing. So he's like, my mom's like, well he's good. I goes, I can't do anything because he got Alzheimer's. And I'm like, I go, dude, he's faking that just to have a chick in the nursing home. Uh, <laughs> I forgot I was married. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? Oh. <laughs> That's totally what he's doing. No, he's uh, he's really jacked up, but still, it's yeah. like. But he has a girlfriend. It's hilarious. Man, if my mom and I just laugh. We're like, well, what are we gonna do? We can't be a dick about it. Yeah, no, we put him in the nursing home. So. <laughs> you put him in Hookup City. Yeah. Who knew it was gonna be a swingers party? You can't tell him not to play. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about getting getting in there. Yeah, I, that's one thing I never want to do is go to a home. Man. I know I was, that was in your vows. I remember. It's, that. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dustin Chaffin, referring to my wedding, yes, he was there. He said it was in the vows. I don't want to go to a home, and uh, yeah, promised not to put news where Mandy Statmiller at home. And I, so far, I've lived up to that promise. Yeah, you be it, but, but three but, months in, but it's, you know, but do a little research first before you say that because <laughs> apparently it's the hookup spot. The thing is, too, if she, well, yeah, she'd love that, you know. Yeah. But if she gets if she gets Alzheimer's, yeah. and she's got headphones on right now and can't hear what I'm saying, even though she's mere feet away, and I'm terrified. <laughs> She's gonna be trouble. You know what oh, I mean. Yeah. She's not smaller than me. She's yeah. you know she her physical vine. She could still be swinging an axe when she's a hundred. Let's put it that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Well, this guy, uh, it's done, and and the the winner of of the uh, notable senior meltdown, New York City, uh, crime uh, report, New York City Crime Award for notable senior meltdown, and I got that out. It's the 100-year-old man who killed his wife mm-hmm. with an axe and slit his wrist, of course. Nice. Uh, he deserves it. He earned it. Uh, and uh, that's Michael Juskin. And um, you know what? If, if you get to be 100 and, uh, and, and you don't like your situation that you're in, fucking get an axe. Yeah. And just chop up just something. Chop <laughs> just start swinging the axe till things are different. Yeah, that's a metaphor for life, this guy. He's that's right. His inspiration. Fuck Bernie. This yeah. guy is the inspiration. I like it. Yeah. He's making, he's making America great again. He really is. One dead lady at a time. <laughs> Justin, where can we find you in the city? Uh, you can uh, catch me at uh, either Stan Muir, Comics Your Live, or uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Excellent. All great clubs. Um, I'll be uh, actually on Red Eye on Fox News March 28th. If this comes out before that, you can catch me on that. I have an album coming out, Rockstar Comic. It'll be on iTunes in April. And love you if you would buy that. And DustinChafin.com. Absolutely. Well, that's that's a very, very succinct rundown. All good stuff, man. Congrats on the new Thank album. You, buddy. Where'd you record that, by the way? Uh, the New York Comedy Club. Man, a couple yeah. shows there. Right. The old classic. That's where I was a busboy. So. When there's enough people in that room, like even like 20, 30 oh, people in that fantastic. room, it's such a snap to the classic uh, Al Martin discovery room. It was. That's where I started. I was his busboy. That's where I got started. Great. Al Martin. Thank you one more time. Thank you, Pat Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.